0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton back in the studio. Hope you had a good weekend. We are here uh, this morning to talk about a program relatively new, I think, uh, at Danville High School. So with me is one of the teachers there who is kind of sponsoring or overseeing this program called Angry Love. Yes. Andrew Reed. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. I've (laughs) enjoyed talking. We've just been having a ball talking to each other. Uh, Now you're joining us and we appreciate that. So, Mr. Reed, who are you? Where'd you come from? (laughs) How the heck did you get here?
1: Uh, Well, um, I am currently in my sixth year of teaching, um, high school, and uh, I'm a high school English teacher. I graduated from Olivet Nazarene University ah! in January of 2016. So my husband got his master's degree. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was actually a great school. And as you and I have even talked about, you know, I actually originally went there my freshman year for youth ministry and found that after a semester, that was not what I should be doing <laughs> at all. Um, but I still loved working with high school students. And so I attended... Uh, community college for a year and a half. And it was there that I came across teaching for the first time. I was like, Ooh, this actually seems like something I could get really into. I mean, you really
0: had a moment. when. Oh yeah. It was,
1: it was, it was beautiful. And so I was at Joliet junior college where I first discovered it. And then I moved to Arizona and I was trying to get enough affirmation from people I never met before, uh, that could, Ultimately reassure me that this was in fact what I should be doing, um, and I transferred with Walmart, and I was working in the photo center and customer service. Oh,
0: nothing like retail to make oh, me find another career.
1: Oh yeah, but the amazing thing of it was that every other day, upon helping just any other random customer, they would be like, "Hey, you know, they you you really helped me today. Have you ever considered teaching?" And I just. Oh, man, I would my heart would flip every time I would be I would just respond. Yeah. You know what? This is this is actually what I'm looking to pursue. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. And uh, it was after I got enough affirmation from one semester, I returned to Olivet, graduated in January of 2016 and continued my started my career from there. Um, and I started teaching uh, eighth graders at Brooks Middle School and went from there to uh, Oswego High School to cover a string of maternity leaves and subbing, and then found myself at Kiwani High School teaching junior lit there for three years, and. Uh, finally brought me to Danville High School to teach junior lit and advanced composition for seniors.
0: So what are you teaching in junior lit today? What's 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 up with that? Tell me, (laughs) I'm curious. Well, we just English major and I'm just curious what what they're teaching today.
1: Yeah, well, we just finished covering. So American lit is still teaching in chronological order from early American stages to, you know, pretty much up to the 1960s, 1970s. Um, So we just finished the early colonial period, um, like we just had a summative, uh, an assessment over the Declaration of Independence. Ooh. Um, yeah, super fun, um, which is one of the greatest pieces of American writing ever. It is. Um, and also reading over the Crucible about the Salem witch trials. Uh, yeah, 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 super fun. And um, now we're gonna be transferring into uh, transcendentalism with like Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thoreau. Um, And talking about this idea of, you know, pursuing nature in order to truly discover yourself. And, uh, yeah, it should be really interesting because many of our students are very home-bodied. So having this change of perception um, and how you can gain, like, new ideas in life, it'll be really cool to see how they... How'd they
0: they do with the Declaration of Independence? I
1: I thought they did really well.
0: In in the times in which we live, you understand why I'm asking the question, because... Because this is such a weird time mm-hmm. um, on, on that and the Constitution and our democracy in general. Mm-hmm. I was just curious at how they reacted and how they uh, got into that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the primary themes of the Declaration is talking of equality. Um, because mm-hmm. one of the lines that everyone loves to throw out is that all men are created equal. But at the time it was written, that was most certainly not absolutely, the case. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, teaching this to my students, they all right away spark up. It's like, that's wait, that's not accurate. So, well, yeah, that's why the beauty of the U.S. Constitution is that we have all these other amendments added on that ultimately help to advance and change our country for the better to allow everyone to be on equal playing ground. Um, And so it's going to be really interesting to continue to explore those. But ultimately, we will continue to push through uh, to more of the present. And hopefully we can touch base a little more into actual like within the most recent decade, <laughs> as we well, I was just sitting there we'll thinking.
0: I'm sure the Crucible will be good for uh, a few laughs.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> they they got a kick out of that. And in, uh, in my class, in particular, we did a witch hunt. Oh really? Uh, yeah, that was kind of like the video game Among Us, where okay. there were different uh there were different students with different roles, like witches or the marshal or the reverend, and they had four weeks to discover who the witches were and banish them from the class. And if they manage to do that, then they won a prize. <laughs> um, and actually in all my classes, they all managed to successfully banish the witches. So. All right. <laughs> it was a lot of fun.
0: English in 2021. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. So, so we'll talk more about that. Cause I do want to talk more about, about your students and, and where we're all there all at today. Yeah, But let's talk about angry, angry love. I keep, Forgive me if I if I slip at some point and say angry birds, forgive me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just I hanging on the, that on the tip of my, of my tongue is to say that instead of angry love. Okay. Talk to me about angry love.
1: Okay. Well, angry love came, uh, it originally was formatted as an idea um, that stemmed from a phone call that I received several weeks ago. Um, a friend of mine uh, called me bawling her eyes out because her younger sister, Elle, uh, had just gotten picked up from school. Um, from being viciously bullied um, on the brink of homecoming week. Mm -hmm. Um, And for Elle, this was the very first time she had been attending public school. She had been homeschooled her entire life. And and so this was a new venture for her. She was very excited about homecoming, just all this new stuff. And these girls decided to take advantage of her innocence in that way and uh, bully her as a result of it. And so... With that initial phone call, it was trying to figure out how to help calm down this friend and comfort her as much as I could um, and just try and come up with some sort of immediate resolve to help the situation. Well, as we were talking about it, we realized, okay, there's very little we can do in this because we being adults can't really help the situation because more likely we'll just make it worse because we want to help. And with teenagers, if they don't want to alter their personality, they they won't. No. (laughs) No. um, And so then it was the following day, I had another phone call with her and her uh, mom, and we were again trying to come up with a solution um, as to how we could help the situation. We spent time bouncing questions and ideas back and forth, um, and it was ultimately later that evening that I had this idea, just this phrase angry love come to my mind and I started to explore it a little more and ultimately it led me to this conclusion that instead of trying to alter the bully's behavior why don't we just shower the person who's actually in need of help and need of comfort mm. with love support mm-hmm. and hope that they can use and strengthen them moving forward rather than trying to address the person who probably will never change anyway.
0: It's an interesting concept and an interesting approach to a really difficult situation. Very I think much. whenever we hear reports of bullying, you know, that is our immediate knee-jerk reaction. We want to fix it. We want to change it. We want it to stop, obviously, and we want everything to be okay. Mm-hmm. But there's there is no because it's it's multi. You know, <laughs> there's so many reasons why people bully people. I mean, it comes down to power and control, and we all know that. Yeah. But but I mean. V- depending on the age, the circumstances, whatever, that that desire to pick on somebody. My husband always refers to it as you've got to have somebody to pick on. Mm-hmm. There's got to be somebody below you. I don't care where you are, who you are. There's got to be somebody lower than you that you can kick. Yeah. And if you have that, then regardless of your status in life, you now have power. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's about, which is not an easy thing. You don't just then say, okay, well, let's fix it. <laughs> But let's talk more about your program. We're going to go to break and come back in just a moment. Newsmakers 1490 WDAN.
1: 1490
0: WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Andrew Reed, who teaches at Danville High School, teaches English, and has uh, kind of created a program that students are involved in called Angry Love. And it came about from a bullying incident. Let's talk about bullying today. this This young lady that specifically was at the heart of this issue that mm-hmm. caused you to come up with this program. You said she'd been homeschooled. So yeah. right there, she's at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, girls especially sorry. Sorry, I'm 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 <laughs> totally supportive of women's issues, but gosh we're mean. Um, we really are. We, we we are downright cruel sometimes. Is bullying today different than it was maybe when you were growing up? Is it was it was it more than what you expected? Did it surprise you? What kind of bullying it was or what?
1: Well, in this case, I would say, uh, well, let me, let me start by saying that, you know, she's definitely at a disadvantage in terms of social cues because not being in public school, right, right, right. like there's, there's little things here and there, but in terms of academic, she's possibly even above where a lot of kids would be, which kind of then- That made it a, worse. It kind of makes her more of a target sure, then. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, in terms of the, the particular situation in this case, it was more of a direct bullying. Um, To where for the homecoming week, they were given individual partners to kind of do things with over the course of the week and get excited about different things. And, you know, her partner had told her, hey, let's show up to school the next day dressed like this and we can you know be like this and it will be all fun. And and so So she got she got all dressed up and was really excited about it, but then came to school and no one was dressed up. And as a result, like they were making fun of her all day and even later at volleyball practice. And it's it's it was very direct. Um, but bullying nowadays, I feel like most of it comes through online. It comes through social media. I, that's it's why I was bullying. asking you, yeah, because yeah.
0: I, I know whenever we've talked to the folks that work in the schools in whatever capacity, uh, be it uh, school resource officers or three kings apiece or whomever, there is that issue now with social media that never existed before yeah that seems to add fuel to the fire
1: oh 100
0: that makes it much worse mm-hmm. because it's instantaneous i mean it's it used to be somebody would say something and then uh you know it'd take a while to work back around uh, for people to know about it but now it's just as soon as it's said, it's there yeah and it immediately fires things up and everybody jumps in and again adds fuel to the fire
1: yeah because so many of our students live in this life of FOMO, which is fear of missing out. And because they need that constant access, they then get that constant attention, whether that be positive or negative. And then when they do get attacked in some sort of way, it's just reinforced tenfold because they keep coming across little things that keep being directed towards them, that makes it so much worse and hits so much deeper than it would have before. Because before you remove yourself from the situation, you're fine, but now so many of our students, their entire life is their phone. And that's one thing that many people don't understand that, okay, what was your life when you were a teenager? Imagine having that taken away. Well, that's these students' lives, their phone. Their entire life is lived on their phone. So if you take it away, You're not addressing the problem, but they need to learn discipline and just that moment of control of, okay, I'm going to put this down. I'm not going to look at this.
0: So how did you interpret then? You came up with the concept of showering the person who is being bullied. How did you then um, interpret that into some kind of activity that students across your classes could be involved in. Talk about that.
1: Well, uh, like I had said, um, the idea came to me very simply of this, this word, this phrase of angry love. And what was that? And it took me a while to actually figure it out. But it was this idea that, all right, I'm, so, I'm angry right now. And I know the people I care about, they're angry about this. And we want to typically take that anger, that handshaking anger, and immediately react to the person who's causing the bullying. Well, why don't we instead take a moment to breathe and take that angry energy and respond in a loving way? Um, And so taking all that angry energy, responding with it and loving and supporting the person who needs it and that being L in this case. Um, And so I recognize that as I was developing the idea there's very little I could do even with the, just the idea. But as I had said before as well, us as adults, whenever we're trying to help this situation, we tend to make it worse. Um, yeah. Whether it's talking to the parents of yeah. the child involved or the administrators, like because there, there's very little you can do because kids will just continue to act in whatever way they want. Um, and so that's where I realized as an adult, I have influence. So I can use the influence that I have to ask for the help that I need to actually share this love and support to this person that needs it, how that's where I realized I have well over a hundred students. There you go. Um, that I see every single day and I talk to. And so it was actually Thursday um, that after I'd had these conversations with the person who had talked to me and. Uh, Then I originally came up with the idea. It was Thursday. At the end of every class, I told my students, hey, guys, so tomorrow I'm going to ask for a favor. If you can please come to class tomorrow. And I know this is really, really tempting to not come to class because it's (laughs) the day before fall break. You guys are wanting to take the entire week off. But I really need your help with something. So if you can please come to school tomorrow, that would be really appreciated. I had one of the best attendance days That's cool. <laughs> that Friday um, out of the entire year. It says year. a
0: lot about how much they respect you.
1: It, it really did. And um, that
0: kids, we so often underestimate their willingness to want to step up and help yeah. in any situation. So you're going to ask me a favor? Okay, I'll show And you they up. didn't even know. They yeah, had no up. idea.
1: Because yeah. I was still trying to figure out how I wanted to phrase it and all these things. But Friday, I had developed a presentation to tell them about Elle and just to introduce them to her. And it was from there that I told them about the week that I had of learning about that initial phone call and then having the follow-up phone calls and, and having this idea come to light. And, and what ultimately f- came from that is then asking them the favor, that can you please help me to develop uh, uh, all these cards, letters, videos, whatever we can come up with to send on to Elle, to know that she is supported, she's loved, she can have this hope and that she's ultimately not alone in this situation. Um, and it was from that, that I had students over the entire day. I mean, Linda, it was it's unbelievable that when I told them, guys, i you don't have to help me. this I, I just thank you for yeah, listening to me, just for hearing me. But if you guys wanna help, I'm gonna give you the rest of class, to do what you can to help. There's cards over there, there's snacks. If you don't want to help, you just want to eat. <laughs> um, that's that's fine, but in those moments where I was done talking, every single student stood up in order to go grab something, to wow. go write a note. How cool. And over a hundred letters throughout the day were written. And I even had students taking cards and construction paper to their other classes to have those students be involved. And, just a little bit of information like, hey, this girl's getting bullied, let's help her. And having all of those cards returned to me and giving that care package to her the following week, along with a whole bunch of other snacks and treats and gifts that, you know, the school had helped me get. And it was, it was unbelievable.
0: What a moment.
1: Oh, we're going to talk beautiful. about
0: how this moves forward in just a moment on Newsmakers
1: 1490
0: WDAN. W-D-A-N. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Andrew Reed, who teaches uh, uh, junior lit at Danville High School and has um, created a program that Danville High School students, his students, are involved in called Angry Love, where they try to work with people that are bullied and, and make them feel Better than they do when you're. I mean, there's there's just nothing worse than being bullied. Just nothing. It yeah. Takes away your self-esteem, your your faith in yourself, and everything else. And so, Mr. Reed and his students have come up with this program where they write letters of support, notes, cards, just say, "Hey, we care about you," and it works. It makes mm-hmm. a difference in somebody's life. So, how does this go forward? What are you going to do? You've well, had great success <laughs> yeah. with this situation. But how, yeah, do you take and, that, how do you take that forward?
1: Well, and that, that was ultimately the goal of this initially was, <laughs> hey, as long as this one girl gets the love and support that she needs and the confidence to move forward, that was ultimately it. But now that it has taken off, i eager to continue to build it into something. So I've already had a lot of students as well as faculty members come up to me with ideas on how we can expand it, which they're kind of all over the place right now. But, but but that's okay. Yeah it's, the, yeah, it's in the beginning stages of something beautiful, and wanting to make sure it really does take hold and you know take off. Well, there's there's a lot of things that can happen in between to make sure it really does maintain that foundation.
0: Well, because what you're looking at is the potential to help somebody who's been bullied, but it's mm-hmm. also every one of those hundred students or so who are involved in trying to make somebody feel better. If they're doing that. Mm-hmm. That just moves that positive reaction forward. Mm -hmm. So it's going to impact them too in the long run, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And how many of those students too that I have even now today, like they asked me if they could write their personal experiences to Uh Elle about about them being bullied and all Uh these things. And this isn't just, just past tense. This is present tense of them getting bullied today. And they can share their experience and not only that, but share their personal contact information in order to continue to encourage her and let her know still again that she's not alone um, in this and that people are bullied all over and people bully for different reasons as you said before. And ultimately it's this sense of power and control, but you don't know where that person's background is but again, it's not about changing their behavior. It's about helping those who actually are in need of it.
0: Well, and it's kind of, a, you know, we, we do this all the time. As parents and citizens, you know, we, we look at the school board and say, and the administration and say, why don't you stop the bullying? But the the bullying actually originates with individuals. Mm-hmm. And, and it's much like uh, former Representative Bill Black telling me many years ago, you can't legislate parenting. You can't. <laughs> Nor can you legislate bullying. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't work. You can say, now that's really bad behavior, and you shouldn't do that, Johnny.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if
0: Johnny's a bully, he's going to go, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's... So finding a way to take a different route to approach it could really make a difference and impact, like I said, not only the individual who's facing the bullying about the atmosphere and the environment because mm-hmm. that's all affecting the environment of Danville High School, mm-hmm. is it not?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's, again, going back to the original principle of angry love that you, you're angry about the situation. That's never going to go away. You're still going to be angry, but instead of using that anger to have that impulse reaction to attack or threaten the person who's doing the bullying, just take that energy and change it into the love and support to the person who needs it, and on that point too, moving forward. Granted, Elle's situation; she still gets bullied from time to time. But and same with her friends. But from this moment of giving her those care package, um, she has been attacked in other ways um, or bullied in other ways. But now she has the confidence I was just gonna to say- shrug off the bullying, and not only that, but stand up for her friends. And that's because of what my students did, um, because as I told them, like guys, this was yeah. Granted, this was my idea, but this would be nothing if you didn't respond as you did. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everything.
0: Well, when you get right down to it, in a lot of ways, we have become a culture of bullies in so many ways. Be it politics or religion or anything else, we 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 don't we don't discuss or debate or try to negotiate a, a center point where we mm-hmm. can work together. Instead, we just bully somebody to make them believe what we believe mm-hmm. because that's what we believe and so it's right. Yeah. And, and so because of that kind of culture we have now, um, I, I was curious at what was going on at that teen level because they're hearing all of this and feeling all of this. And I think sometimes maybe some of them really don't like it but they don't know that they necessarily have a voice to change it, and yeah. yet that's exactly what this program does. It gives them a voice.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, um, I I thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, this has thank been a you fascinating so much. I really, I'm really impressed with this, and and I'm and I'm so grateful they have somebody like you in their classroom.
1: I I really hope that we're able to do more, and not only able to help the school more, and possibly the just the district overall, but. If it could extend past that, that'd be amazing because, again, it's just sharing that love and support. Mm. Well,
0: I think we'll I think we'll be talking to you down the road to see how things are going. Maybe we'll that get a couple of students in who aren't afraid of the microphones <laughs> <laughs> who yeah. will come in and share with us. Mr. Reed, thank you so much for yes, being with thank us. thank you so much, thank Linda. You. All right, so here's the deal, people. Um, have a little procedure going on tomorrow. They're going to try to shock my heart so it'll behave because it's not. So I'll be out for a couple of days. However— Tommy will have an interview for you with one of the lettermen tomorrow as they get ready for their performance coming up at the Beef House. Uh, So tune in for that. And then I'll be back on Thursday. We'll be talking to uh, Amarin about the Warm Neighbors program. And so we'll look forward to talking to you then on Thursday. Well, tomorrow, join Tommy uh, for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton.
1: Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.